everyone. Welcome to the first ever edition of Flicks and Football, a podcast where we talk about flicks and football. I am your host, Tony Farinella. We're not only going to dive in to flicks and football, we're going to dive into life, we're going to dive into the world. Any topic that comes to mind that is of interest is going to be discussed on this podcast. We're going to have uh, interviews on here with, with people. We're going to have uh, discussions. We're going to have a lot of different things that I have up my sleeve and that I have planned. Uh, it's just a matter of getting into the groove. I've done podcasting before for 411mania.com, which is a website that I used to write for. I've uh, done a little podcasting with Movie Geeks United, so I'm not completely unfamiliar with the podcasting game, but admittedly, I haven't always been the best at it. However, as they say with everything, practice makes perfect. And I'm going to feel more comfortable in front of this podcasting format and get used to it and really put myself out there, and I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a great uh, venture. I've always been a creative person. I'm a writer at heart. I started writing back when I got my first computer in 2001, writing for a uh, Chicago-based independent wrestling website called Midwest Marks. Eventually, I moved on to ChicagoWrestling.com, 411mania.com, which was uh, movies where I would do reviews and interviews. I've had my uh, uh, reviews quoted on uh, DVDs. I've had my interviews quoted in the Chicago Sun-Times, the Chicago Tribune, the Toronto Star, the Kansas City Star. I've interviewed a lot of uh, celebrities. So I have experience in this field. It's just a matter of getting comfortable knowing I'm being recorded. When it's spontaneous or I'm just talking off the cuff to somebody, I feel more comfortable when I know I'm being recorded. It's almost like something goes off where it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. But as they say in life, you have to face your fears. So so everyone knows what to expect from this podcast. I'm going to give you a brief introduction so you know what you're getting yourself into and what you can expect each and every time there is a new podcast uploaded. Every Monday is going to be a recap of what happened in the National Football League. Now, admittedly, I am a Green Bay Packers fan, so it will be Green Bay Packer based, but I will go over other games that have been played and give you the results of those games, but mostly Green Bay Packers. So, if you're not a Packer fan, you might not enjoy listening to this podcast as much, because it's going to be predominantly Green Bay Packers, as I stated. Wednesday is going to be movie talk, so anything happening in the, in the movie world, I'm going to dive into. Films I've seen, films I want to see, anything movies is what you're going to get. I love movies, and I love football. I think those are, I don't think I know that those are two of my biggest passions out there, and it's very exciting for me to get a chance to talk about them with you and share my thoughts and opinions and to hear from you as well. I'm all for positive feedback and constructive criticism. I try to maintain a positive attitude in life. I might not always succeed and I can sometimes be a little bit negative, but hoping to stay more on the positive track as 2018 comes to a close and 2019 is around the corner. And then on Friday, we will preview 
or I will preview because it's just me. I'm the host, Tony Farinella, as I mentioned. On Friday, we will preview the. I will preview the Packers game. I'm going to leave this in warts and all. It's not perfect, but I don't want this to to be perfect just yet because you're going to see me work through it, and maybe after a couple weeks, you know, a month or so, you know, two three months, it'll start to become a natural flowing thing. I've I've, I've always had the gift for gab, but when I know it's being recorded again, it makes me a little uncomfortable, and I sort of feel the pressure, so just gotta get over those nerves, um, and we'll be okay, so Monday football results, Packer based, Wednesday movie talk, Friday Packer preview. This introduction, this introductory podcast is just going to be me talking about myself a little bit, just so you know, why am I listening, what does this guy have to offer me that makes me want to listen to him? What does he bring to the table? In 2001, as I mentioned, I got my first computer finally. I was very excited about it for uh, many reasons, just to explore the internet, use AIM, research things, do assignments for high school. Through that, I connected with a lot of professional wrestlers, and that's how I started with Midwest Marks. And then that led me to ChicagoWrestling.com, where... Believe it or not, in 2012, after CM Punk got hurt on the independent wrestling scene, I actually got to eat sushi and interview CM Punk, along with Al Legatola, who was the uh, owner of ChicagoWrestling.com, which unfortunately is no longer around. I don't follow wrestling at all that much anymore. I do listen to a couple of wrestling-based podcasts, but I don't follow anything on television necessarily um, at all. I can't remember the last time I've watched anything wrestling-based. For me, wrestling's more of a nostalgic thing where I like to go back and sort of look at times that I enjoyed, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, before it was only the WWE. I did like independent wrestling for a while. I think I became a little bit too close to it, and when you become too close to something... Sometimes that can be a bad thing because you, you learn a little bit too much and you discover too much. Sometimes it's better just to be a fan because the closer you get to something, as I mentioned, it can often uh, dampen the experience. And after that, I believe I stopped writing for them around 2004. And then in 2006, I started writing for 411mania.com and I stopped writing for them around May 2017, so had a uh, nice uh, run there of 11 years. Um, the reason I stopped writing for 411mania.com uh, is a simple reason. Didn't have any issues with anybody there, no problems with anybody. Everybody was nice to me and treated me well, and I'm still close and in contact with many of the writers from the website. It just comes down to you need to make money, and it... Uh, they don't pay their writers. It's more of an, of an experience-based thing. And there comes a point in time where experience is great, but you need to pay for things. And it didn't offer me that opportunity, and I needed to spend my time doing other things, such as this podcast and sort of going into my own avenue and my own format. As far as my love of the Green Bay Packers, to give you a little bit of a background on that, I started 
following the Green Bay Packers in the early to mid-90s. And as many people have asked me, no, it's not because of Brett Favre. My dad, 70 years old, is still a fan of the Chicago Bears, and always has been a fan of the Chicago Bears. I apologize for any background noise. There are some lawn people outside, but hey, like I said, this podcast is going to be warts and all, so you're going to hear everything that goes on. Hopefully it doesn't drown out me too much. But as everyone knows, the Bears and Packers are the longest standing rivalry in the NFL. And because of that, uh, I would see the Bears and Packers twice a year because my, because my dad was a Bears fan. And it's hard to really encapsulate why I gravitated towards the Green Bay Packers over the Bears, because you would think, hey, you live in Chicago, you should be a Bears fan, which Lord knows, Lord knows I've heard that plenty of times. However, there was something special about Green Bay. Lambeau Field, the Lambeau Leap, the way they jump into the stands, the fact that there is no owner, they're owned by the fans, there's no uh, billionaire behind it. It's just special that a team in Green Bay can have a football team and have them be successful. They've won 13 NFL championships, four Super Bowls, and it just I just instantly connected with everything that was good that was good about them and that was special. And they just happened to be good around that time. I remember they were losing to the uh, Cowboys in uh, 93, 94, 95. They finally got over the hump in 96 and won the Super Bowl, which was a great moment for me and something I'll always remember uh, as I was 11 years old. And that was uh, very special and very something I'll, I'll always remember. And then they didn't win it again until 14 years later in uh, 2010 season. So it, it was uh, quite a wait. Hopefully I won't have to wait another 14 years. It's, it's already been eight, which in my opinion is too long. But hoping that uh, maybe this season they could do a run the table part two, which I know a lot of people have talked about. But if they could do a run the table part two and win their final six games and get into the playoffs, that would be great. Well, we have still have some time on this podcast. Um, each podcast is going to be 30 minutes long. Some might go over, some might go under again. This is all a work in progress. Like I said, it's not going to be a perfect podcast. There's going to be a lot of warts. It's not going to be the most refined product just yet. But with time, with practice, and with your patience, I'm confident that it will reach a point to where it's something that is a lot better than it was when it first began. Um, it is a Monday, so, you know, that's all the information about me. I've done many interviews, which you can find on 411mania.com. They're still on there. The Chicago Wrestling stuff, unfortunately, only, only I have that saved. Um, that's not available, but I've got a lot of life experience. I've been to Ohio, Michigan, um, Indiana, Wisconsin, Philadelphia, been to the ECW arena, so I know, I know my wrestling, I know my football, I know my pop culture, I know my movies, I like to think I know a little bit about everything, I'm not saying that I'm the expert, seems to me like you're the 
expert, Mark. It's a room reference, which I'm sure many of you are well aware of. But I like to think that I, I do my research, I do my homework, and I try to come to the table prepared and ready to talk about anything and everything that relates to pop culture and football. So the Green Bay Packers had a game on Thursday night, November 15th, against the Seattle Seahawks. It was their color rush game. Started out really well. First play of the game, Clay Matthews forced a fumble. Aaron Jones, a couple plays later, scores a touchdown. And uh, we had a chance to go up 10-0. Crosby misses a field goal. Seahawks get a field goal. Seahawks get a field goal of their own, pardon me. And then we get another touchdown on an absolutely spectacular throw from Aaron Rodgers to Robert Tanyan. 14-3, still looking good. Unfortunately, third down was the down that really did us in and really doomed us. And when it came down to it, there was a third and two pass from Rodgers to Marquez Valdez-Scantling that fell incomplete. It was fourth down, fourth and two. Mike McCarthy, facing a, lot of facing a lot of criticism, elected to punt the football, hoping we'd get the ball back. Unfortunately, Seattle ran the clock out, and that was it. And Green Bay stands at 4-5-1. and one. Their playoff hopes are on life support at this point. And everyone's saying, fire Mike McCarthy. What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? He doesn't like McCarthy. How, why can't this team win on the road? And I've seen this before. 2010, they were 3-3. Three and three. 2010, they were 8-6, and six, had to win the final two games just to get in the playoffs. They won the Super Bowl. I remember run the table, 2016, 4-6. They win eight in a row, one game away from the Super Bowl. So I just can't count out the Green Bay Packers. And this is just not me speaking as a fan of the team, even though I am. It's, it's me just speaking as someone who has seen this team play and has seen what they can do, and has seen what they can do when their backs are up against the wall, and what they can accomplish. I, I don't know why it takes these situations like this, where they need to be in a do-or-die situation in order for them to succeed, but that seems to be the way it goes with the Green Bay Packers. Um, they have a big game Sunday night at Minnesota. The schedule has... Not done them any favors with uh, games on the road against the Rams, Patriots, then home against the Dolphins, on the road against Seattle on a short week Thursday night, and now on the road again against Minnesota, where Aaron Rodgers has yet to win a game uh, in Minnesota. In the new U.S. Bank Stadium, that is. In 2016, they lost 17-14. Last year, of course, we all remember, unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone thanks to Anthony Barr. So it's, it has not been a good stadium, just like Seattle Stadium, which which they played in on Thursday. has not done them any favors as well. Minnesota lost last night. They're 5-4-1. And, and as much as it pains me to say this, the Chicago Bears are currently at the top of the division at 7-3, and three, where I live in Illinois, people are going crazy, talking about Super Bowl, talking about how the defense is as good as the 85 defense, and again, not the uh, Packer fan slash Bear hater in me, I'm not sold on the Bears yet. Even after last night, people thought this was a big statement win, 
I think the Vikings are a flawed team. I still don't think the Bears have beaten anyone super impressive. Neither has Green Bay. But I think Green Bay has shown that they can compete on the road against the Seattles, the New Englands, even though Seattle is not what they used to be. And they can compete with the Rams. They just shoot themselves in the foot too many times, and they can't get that big play in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter has been very unkind to them. The second half have been unkind. So seems to me that McCarthy has the team prepared to play, just the in-game adjustments are where things sort of fall off the rails. Moving on from football, I'll go into it a little bit uh, more detail on Wednesday's podcast, but on Saturday, I saw Boy Erased, which was a terrific film uh, based on a true story, based on a book about something that is known as uh, conversion therapy for people who are gay and they think that they can turn them straight. Um, it was directed by Joel Edgerton, stars Nicole Kidman, Russell Crowe, two Oscar winners, and Lucas Hedges, who's, who is making quite a career for himself ever since Manchester by the Sea. He's great in this film. It's a definitely a tearjerker, definitely one of the best films of 2018, and a film I would highly recommend that you go and seek out. It really leaves you with a lot to think about, and I think a lot of people don't know that these conversion camps exist, and they do exist, and it's uh, very scary for the people that have to experience them. So I won't get I, I won't get into too much detail here. That'll save that for Wednesday's podcast, but you know, expect to, me to talk more about that on Wednesday. As far as movies coming up that I'm looking forward to checking out. Uh, Green Book with Viggo Mortensen and Mahershala Ali, also based on on a book and a true friendship, looks incredibly interesting about an Italian man driving around an African American man who's a famous uh, pianist dealing with the racism in the South and their kind of odd odd couple uh, relationship. If you haven't seen the trailer. I recommend you check it out. It looks like a very funny movie, but also a movie with a ton of heart and a movie that might be up for some some Oscars, similar to uh, Boy Erased. This is the time. Of course, uh, Creed 2 is also uh, coming out as well, so uh, welcome to Marwin. Uh, there's a lot of great movies that are coming out right now, so if you're looking to see a movie or check out a movie, this could be a lot of stuff that you want to see. Um, I remember Alonzo Duraldi, uh, back when What the Flick was on YouTube, talked about his fear of the of the adult drama kind of not being as as prevalent as prevalently displayed as it should be. And uh, I share those same fears. I go to the movies for a number of reasons. Hey, I like a good movie. I'm not saying it has to be an adult drama, but it's great to be moved by a motion picture. It's great to feel happiness and sadness and to take a journey with the characters. And that's what I think is best about cinema. I also love a great horror movie. I love a comedy. But there's just something about the adult drama that really sticks with me. And I, I go to the movies to, as Roger Ebert says, 
experience somebody else's life and know what they're going through and how they're feeling and all the different emotions that I would never experience. I'm not a gay man. I'm not an African-American man. I, I don't know the struggles that they have to deal with. So for me to watch it on screen, it gives me that portal to understand and have the empathy for them, even though I probably could never begin to understand what it's like to deal with that kind of hatred and uh, bigotry. It gives a little bit of a glimpse into understanding, which the more we understand each other, I believe the better off that we are. So I'm looking forward to checking out both of those movies, as well as uh, Welcome to Marwin with Steve Carell. I've seen that trailer. seems like almost every time I go to the movies. I want to give a special shout-out. I don't know if you have anyone near you, but Cinemark is where I like to see a lot of my movies. It's a little bit of a drive from where I'm located, but it is a terrific theater, comfortable seats, great staff, affordable prices. They get the independent movies, which, as, 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 which as a lot of you know, the independent movies are not always easy to seek out and easy to find. A lot of times you have to travel. We had to travel 45 minutes to see this movie. For me, it's worth it. I, I don't mind traveling to see a really good movie. I understand why other people might not enjoy traveling to see a movie that's far away, but to me, if something's worth it, you go out and you see it. Because the malls and other theater chains usually will have six movies, perhaps. And with the six movies, you're going to get your blockbusters and your big movies, but you're not necessarily going to get the independent movies. And to me, there needs to be something for everybody. There needs to be, you know, variety, as they say, is the spice of life. And the more... I really think these independent films would, would do a lot better if people had the chance to see them, because, as I mentioned, not many people want to travel 45 minutes to see a movie. You know, we've traveled... 45 minutes to see 8th grade. I love independent cinema, and I think it needs to be supported. Just like I love horror movies, and I think it needs to be supported. But it's up to us as the moviegoers to go out, take the drive, and spend our monies, and hopefully theaters take notice, and they do something about it. And they, in these theater chains that only have six movies, which in reality is usually only like two or three movies, because... Right now, the Fantastic Beast 2 is out, and I imagine if you went to a, a uh, big theater chain, and by big I mean like um, you know, big in name, like an AMC or something, you're probably going to have Harry Potter. Yeah, gotta learn that. I, I gotta learn to stop saying that. Fantastic Beast 2 is probably going to be playing on most of the screens, so they're really pigeonholing what people's options are and what they have to choose from when it comes to the movies because pe people want to go to the movies people want to be challenged and they should not underestimate the intelligence of the moviegoers nothing wrong with Fantastic Beasts 2 I haven't seen it nor do I have any interest in seeing it but I know a lot of people do and even though it didn't do as well as other Harry Potter films have done it you know it it did make more money than probably Boy Race would have made in in the same in the same theater. However, it can still make money. 
you know, word of mouth travels. If there's a good movie, people are going to want to see it. And a lot of times they don't get to see it until 2019 or after wins an Academy Award. That's when they're like, oh, there's this good movie. I'm always on the hunt for movies. I'm always researching movies, and I like to see what's out there and open my mind. Um, as far as Blu-ray uh, releases to look out for, coming out this Tuesday, Crazy Rich Asians, which I have not seen, but I plan on watching it on Tuesday when it comes out, Crazy Rich Asians. Asians. I've heard wonderful things about it, and a lot of people have uh, raved about it. I know it made a lot of money, and, you know, again, diversity, films about people dealing with things. These are important things that should not be ignored. Now, I understand that somebody just wants to go to the movies and relax and then not have to think and just take their thinking cap off and just kind of go to a different place and... For a lot of people, movies are just entertainment, and I agree, movies are entertainment, but, you know, again, to quote my hero, Roger Ebert, movies can entertain you while also making you think. And again, I apologize if you're picking up on any background noise from the lawn people outside, but I really want to get this podcast out there, and I want to get started. I've been talking about it, I've been wanting to do it for the longest time, and I felt like it was time just to put it out there, and stop um, deleting the ones because I would say something wrong or stumble over my words or stutter or because of noise. It's never going to be perfect. Life isn't perfect. We're imperfect. But as long as the message gets out there, that to me is what's important. So, as I want to state again, this is just the the introductory every podcast where you get to know me. As I said, I've been writing for 17 years on the internet in some form, whether it's about professional wrestling, whether it's about movies, whether it's been um, writing about life. I've written about life and some of the different challenges I face. Um, Just so you get to know more about me, that's the whole point of this podcast. I suffer from mental illness. I have obsessive-compulsive disorder. I have social anxiety. And they impact me in in many ways. I'm on uh, medication for it. I'll get into that in other podcasts, which will be more about life, because I love talking about life. And we all come from different backgrounds and and different cultures. And I think when when we open up our hearts and our souls, I think wonderful, great things can happen. And that's what I'm hoping this podcast is going to do. It's going to give you a glimpse into me. And I hope you like me. If you don't like me, I'm sorry. You know, not everyone's going to like you. I learned that a long time ago. But I hope you do like me. And I hope you like the podcast. And I have a good feeling that this is going to reach a lot of different people. Because if you're a football fan, you get the football. If you're a movie fan, you get the movies. I'm not going to force you to listen to anything you don't want to listen to. As I, as I said, you know what you're getting. Monday, recap of the Packers game. Wednesday, movie talk. Friday, preview the upcoming Packer game. And of course, once football season ends, there'll be adjustments to that schedule. That's not a refined schedule. It's just the schedule I'm going with for now. There'll be other days where we'll, where I'll talk about different things I've dealt with in my life and how I handled them and how they've affected me. 
there might just be a life Monday, just throwing it out there, where we just talk, where I just talk about life and different things I'm dealing with in my life and how I handle them and how I'm just trying to be the best person I can be. It's all all I can ask, and I hope this podcast has caught your attention. If it has not, I hope that you will give it another try, and that you'll you know stick with me on this journey. I know that you'll be happy you did, because you will definitely get something out of it. You know, again, today is November nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. This is the first ever flicks and football podcast with many, many more to come, which I'm super excited about to get out there for all the listeners. Um, As always, if you like it, subscribe to the podcast, like it, review it. If if you want to reach me personally, my email address is 411interviewer at gmail.com. That's the numbers 411 the word interviewer at gmail.com. My name is Tony Farinella. If you're at all interested in some of, some of my background that I haven't covered, I'd be happy to answer any questions. You can Google me and find out some of my work so you can see that I'm legitimate. And I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And I will be back on Wednesday, November 21st, to talk about Boy Erased, to talk about some more about Creed 2 and also talk about Green Book and anything else that's going on in the movie world. So signing off for the first ever Flicks and Football Podcast. My name is Tony Farinella. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.